Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In with T.J. Miller. I'm Cash Levy, and we are so excited... To have a, a wonderful guest here with us today, we actually had Stephen Hawking uh, that was going to make an appearance. Really? And uh, yeah, and he couldn't make it. Uh, and then we had Richard Simmons uh, that was going to come in. He couldn't do it. And not, so we went. Not even file. half as exciting. We went into the flip file, and guess who we found? T.J. Miller was available. It has and, been too long, and right? Is that what she said? Is that what she said? She has said everything. Have you noticed that? People say that's what she said. I mean, she has said almost every single thing. If it has any sexual innuendo, whoever this girl is, she said it. She said it, yeah. And uh, I met her once. Did you? Yeah, what I met her like? once. Just terrible one and, day. Uh, she, she talked a lot. She was saying a lot of stuff. Uh, I didn't listen after a while. Anything it was like that, every other conversation. Anything that you would mention? Yeah, I just kind of let table, it go. This table is just yeah, well, not the wood that. that I was expecting. That Yeah, this table is not the wood. Good that I'm expecting. She just repeats everything you say. And then she she goes around the country telling everybody, yeah, yeah that's what he said. We she's should... talking about you. But that hasn't caught on, because I'm not no. as famous as her. And also, and that's what this podcast is for, to spread the word that that's what he said. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah, We're going to spread the word of what he said one girls podcast at a time. Oh, God, this I'm crevice so is gigantic. I'm so... It is absolutely impossible for me to get into completely in terms of this rock climbing. That's what he said. <laughs> and that's just the problem. The things I said are out in the wilderness, so it's not catching on. <laughs> It's you got to do more echo. urban. Yeah. yeah, that's why I went podcast land. And here we are, cashing in with TJ Miller. Thank you so much for having me. And listen, TJ, uh, I don't know if you realize this, but you've been on, you're one of our favorite guests. And you've true? been on the show a few times now. If you reach 15 episodes, you get a free Papa John's pizza. Uh, a Papa John's pizza? Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, yeah. let me think about that. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. that's something so to work towards. That. Work Is towards that true? That. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, just Will I be able know. to eat it on the program when that happens? Yes, you, yeah. You know, pizza or not, I'm just happy to be here. And I've said that almost everywhere I go. That's this what show, he said. This show is sort of like a Dear Abby uh, show, except we're not qualified to give advice, but we still do. Mm -mm. Yeah, neither of us are named Abby, but both of us have pet deers. <laughs> and they make a mess. I'll tell you this. You can't house train them. I got pellets all over my, my, uh, my foyer. Or as the deer calls it. Okay, I love I love what TJ just did. Matt can see it. Uh, there's only a few of us here in the studio. Uh, we we shoot this live. We have a live studio audience. Live that studio never audience. Well, at least now when I've been on the none program. of us. Wouldn't that be funny if we had like hundreds of people here every episode and no one's laughing? They yeah. realize like, wow, there's a hundred people. It's but just instead, a, instead, you only have fifty. But but you sold that joke with with some physicality, which I think was lost on the uh, people listening. Mm -hmm. In their cars and on their pod phones. Well, I don't come across very well over radio, and uh, audio has never been my. Oh, don't point. don't you have a no, great no, radio? Verbal. You have a great radio uh, face. <laughs> my father used to think that was the funniest <laughs> thing he could ever say. He'd be like, "Hey, you got a real a face for radio," <laughs> and then I'd say, "That's what she said." Yeah, and he's been he's been texting me jokes. Ugh. 
God. Your dad has. You know what we it's do so on the show that. during this uh, this part of the show? And I just wanted to I mean, kind of so update you. It's been a long yeah. time. It's so good to have you back. Thanks You're one of our favorites. Thank you. Um, this is where we start off the show with something called Triple Banger Triple Lightning Round. Triple Banger Lightning Round. Triple Banger Lightning, lightning round. round. Question one. Strangest thing you've ever found in your beard? My beard. Yes. Okay, well, I've carried a beard a lot, but uh, and I call it carrying a beard. Why wouldn't I? What are you going to do? Make me feel bad about it, America? So I haven't carried much of a beard. Uh, but once, once it's I found, a large beard. Once I carry. did, I, I found uh, I found a, a small, not a full piece, but a small piece of spaghetti. Hmm. Weirdest thing. Hadn't been eating spaghetti. <laughs> not for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, I had. I know this is a lightning round, and I'm sorry I always make it so much longer than a, a lightning strike. It's a triple banger lightning round. And it's more like the triple banger hurricane round, because those last for months. <laughs> At least the lead up to them. Uh, I found a, a Hall's cough drop that had dropped out of the mouth of the lady that I was with seeing the film Dark Shadows. Very mediocre film. And uh, it was stuck to, and she she put it in her mouth. It fell on the ground. She's like, "I'm so hungry. Just get it. Just bring it up." You know, she was famished. And I looked all over the ground. I couldn't find it. I took my phone out. I look all over behind our seat. I go in the row before us, the seat because the movie was boring. So I didn't care about missing anything. And I come back. I go, "I don't know where the it is." Then the movie's over. Lights come up. I'm looking all over for it. All over. Can't find it. It's infuriating. So we leave. I go, I do two shows. At the last show, about 11.30, I walk in, and all the other comics in the green room are like, dude, what is on your pants? Her, it was a beard. Her lozenge. <laughs> yeah, it was a beard. <laughs> it was a beard. It was that beard. And my pants and were had, made of spaghetti. And it had spaghetti in it. And that solidifies the fact that T.J. Miller does not know anything about all of it. <laughs> he thinks pants are made of spaghetti. He thinks Where were you carrying your beard? I carry my beard at my so hip. So you found it. You sh- found it. What's that? You're, oh, yeah. You're you found oh, it. Oh, it was stuck to me. And this is one of those stories where I didn't hear the start of it, and so I, the whole story, you're not sure what's happening. Was it a Skittle? That's, That's what I was... I was picturing a Skittle. I want to say one of my was favorite things about being on the program... Is that I don't listen? <laughs> is that, as the host, you don't even listen to what your, interview, your interviewees are saying. You don't even listen. It got embarrassing as the story went on... To not know what it was? What was it? Was it a Skittle or... It was a lozenge. It was a lozenge, Skittle. Good, right? Close. for this? What well, were you picturing? Here's one of the things that I always do. Yeah, lozenge. I mix up the word lozenge with Skittle because they have none of the same letters in them except for L and E. Uh, it's a good story, though. I think the people at home could, could they were listening pretty I regret telling it. No, look, I want you to come on the show anytime you want and feel comfortable here. Well, thank you so and, much. Uh, so I love that story. But we're still uh, kind of involved with the triple banger triple lighting, banger round. lighting round. Question two. Okay. A ghost is watching you masturbate. Oh, God, this is always happening. Who's scaring who? <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting to ask that one for weeks. Uh, <laughs> I read that down like three weeks ago. <laughs> I think in the beginning I would be scared, but if that didn't make me come upon my fear entering my body, which is how I always climax uh, from from fear, you know, if I see something, I go, "What was that? A cat? Oh yeah, it was a black one." Um, I think. At first, I would be scared by the ghost, but if I did not come to climax, and I always come to climax, I don't, okay, cl- I don't climax any other way. That's true. No, you always get your horses into the, I, the I think, uh, canopy. I think, remember? <laughs> yes, I think that's what everybody calls that's it. That's what you call it. I I think I would flip it on him. I would flip it on, and I would try and scare him as I masturbated by sort of making the strokes kind of really long and slow, and then very very fast, and I would make a face kind of like this. I have such an average size penis. <laughs> so wait, wait, was it was it a skittle or a lozenge? It was a skittle. It's a skittle. I use skittles I, as lozenges. So, so you're saying it was, you're picturing a male ghost? Oh no, no, no! Uh, you know what's interesting? I think I always, I think I always. Uh, I think I always picture male ghosts. 
Because it goes to me, I saw this in a movie recently. It's like a, they have so many women ghosts, Victorian mm-hmm. women yeah. with hatchets and mm-hmm. brooms. Maybe not brooms, but I can imagine a ghost that's like, I've come to clean this area of the house. Yeah. Um, but, I, I, you know, it's got to be ghosts <laughs> of dusty old maids. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I never imagine a ghost as a woman. Do you? Ooh, yeah. Do you keep the gut dustbin? <laughs> the gut oh, dustbin. Dustbin. <laughs> So what uh, do you imagine? Ghosts? I, I, ghosts? Ghosts? Ghostesses? Ghostesses? Do you imagine I, them I, as a female? I, uh, ghostettes? Ghost- I, I, I picture ghostettes uh, just as often. Really? Yeah. I, I, you kind of be fifty-fifty? Would you say yeah, what's the percentage? I, I, for me, my ghosts are about seventy thirty women. Listeners, yeah. listeners at home. Look, buddy, I'll take it where I can get it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah, that she that's what I just that. said. That's what he said. That's what she said. They they are they're always around each other, <laughs> repeating one another. Uh, but yeah, but I think masturbate. That's why you don't want to masturbate in the, the house you grew up in because there might be you know ancient relatives there. So you want to, well, yeah. did you live in the house that your ancestors had lived in? No, I was I was taking that all the way to ancient times. You know, <laughs> you, know you live in a castle. Yeah, I, you know. Well, you did grow up in a castle. Well, that's a that's for a whole different. T- we actually have a podcast based on that. So let's let's save that. Uh, you know, it's called Cashling the Rook. <laughs> <laughs> Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round question three. Long Johns. Not just for winter anymore? <laughs> I can't imagine ever wearing long johns during the summer unless I was wearing them as a bandana. I tied them around my head and was like, I'm fighting anybody that says my legs are cold. Well, right <laughs> right now I'm wearing some medium-sized johns. No, you're not. Yeah. I, I, why, why is it long? Why, is it, why aren't there some short johns, medium-sized? Yeah. Cause some Do you ever fancy it up? Call them uh, long Jonathans? <laughs> I like the idea of short johns, which are just like mid-thigh, yeah. long johns that are just like, you know, I get real cold on the hips and the thighs, but <laughs> knees down, I'm fine. From the knees down, I am fine. So I just need short johns. That's what I wear. Yeah. I mean, why Why are we- uh, We're short johns for the I fall. I think we should market some short johns. You do long johns for the winter, medium or short johns for the fall, and Daisy Duke johns. For the summertime. <laughs> That's where you just wear long johns. You cut them, make them frayed at the bottom. That's the best way. And then I cut a hole right where my wickle Okay, wait be. a second now. Don't, where are you going with this? I just wanted to use the word wickle. My son's uh, listening to the show. Let's not take it to the dirty place. How old is he now? He's, he's one and a half. <laughs> I don't think he can understand. No, he listens to every episode. Does he understand English? Not yet. Okay. His first word actually was, uh, was more. Which, which I thought was sort of in, in, indicative of the, uh, you know, it, it sort of reflects the, the human spirit, that the first thing your child says is more. Well, that's what everybody, I mean, any human being wants more. We all want more than we have. It's just innate. You know, because resources used to be scarce, and so we were always going, oh, I need more food, I've got to get, I've got to get more supplies, I need more tools, I need more whatever. And then now it's at a point where there's an abundance of everything, but that's still in our our bodies and our our human spirits. Still, I, I had hopes that he would be uh, that he would be different. I I had hopes his first word would be peace. Peace. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say. Yeah. It. I think what if it was thinking, something very profound? It, but you know? here here's my question: How would you feel if his first word was less? Hmm. Well, would you be, I, see, I would see him as sort of a Buddhist, sort of a Zen figure. God, see, that's baloney. I respected him. I would see him as an underachiever. Mm. Oh, that's so weird for a child to come up to you and go, last please, and he gives you back some of his Skittles, <laughs> and you go, these are fucking lozenges, you stupid shit. What are you, one and a half? And he's like, yes. And I was like, how did you learn how to talk so early? <laughs> um, his first words were uh, uh, medium Johns. Medium Johns. <laughs> but that was because every day you're like, medium Johns. <laughs> Just medium to, yeah. Johns. We could, we could market uh, medium Johns and... Uh, the catchphrase could be custom fit. Taste it. I like that. Taste it. Taste it. Dushai. Dushai shy. That was your, that was your uh, triple banger lightning triple round. Triple banger and, uh, lightning uh, round. It was, it was nice to do that again with you, TJ uh, Miller. So good to be back. Uh, and just have those quick, yeah, quick, quick answers. Quick and easy. Yep. Get it done in three minutes. We always nail that. There's somebody out there that just hates the triple banger lightning round. They're like, why is it not... 
Lightning quick. And that's Wait, supposed to be. That same person doesn't understand the concept they're just of fast waiting. forwarding. They're yeah. like, oh, I hate vinyl. They're just waiting to get to what hurts every episode. Yeah. They're just like, I want to know what hurts. I think we are releasing this on vinyl, right? This episode? Oh, yes, absolutely. And by the way, this is the romantic episode. Uh, Ooh, this, we're going to be talking yeah. about romance. Uh, so, you know, if you need to, get into the mood. Uh, put on some... Uh, you know, maybe a robe, or maybe just get naked, sit in the uh, in the bathtub. Maybe put some, uh, I don't know, candles, rose petals, uh, rose petals around. Maybe if you're going to make a petals, baby, if you're going to make a baby. This is the podcast to do it to. Oh, make yeah. a baby to this podcast. And I've I've said this. I'll always say this. If None you of ever, people are making love to our podcast. If you ever conceive a child during a podcast appearance, this show only. And I've said this. I say it wherever I go. Whenever I see an expectant mother, if you conceived your child. During any episode of the podcast, I will I will kiss your baby every time I see it, <laughs> and I will pay for its college education. Yes. That's true. Now, I consider college to sort of be an open-ended idea. Sure. And so for sure. me, college is le- reading from textbooks at a 7-Eleven or a similar <laughs> convenience store, uh, not necessarily an accredited university. <laughs> So you're gonna you're gonna give that the first person when they have to name their child cashing in with TJ Miller? No, they could just name it cashing in. Okay, <laughs> just to be shorter. Okay, and before Hi, my we... name's cashing in. That's a weird name. Well, it's short for cashing in with TJ Miller. <laughs> Is your name TJ Miller? Nope. No, it's not. Our producer uh, Matt here he, he had a, he had a child a few, a few weeks ago. Yes. Yay! That's the whole studio audience. Um, and it was it's pretty awesome. And I came in and I, I have to be honest, I was disappointed that the name is a it's an awesome name, but I had hoped he would name it after one of us. I mean it's but he didn't what remember who I was. What did you he mean? didn't remember who I was. Okay, well I I'm a guest on your show and I don't know if you need to <laughs> Uh what what did you decide to name it? Charlie. Charlie. I Charlie. like that. It's a good name. It's a good. Is name. he Vietnamese? Because <laughs> he's gonna get a lot of that from Vietnam vets. It's a good sound. Hey, how man. you doing? What's your name, little fella? Charlie. What? Hey, where are they? Everyone down. Everyone get as far down into the ground as you can. Uh, is he, uh, first word, are you hoping for less, more, or peace? Uh, or a custom fit? I feel like Charlie's going to be like, this is just right. No just more, right. no less. Charlie's a cool customer. Yeah, he is cool. He's got a mellow vibe. Yeah, someone said something to me. So do you, though, Matt. You kind of got a mellow Yeah, Matt's, Matt's mellow. We like Matt. The thing is... Someone said something to me about my uh, one child, and they said that the essence of the child doesn't change from the very start, what, that, that you, you get a sense for who they are. And that's, that's somewhat true. I mean, from the start, he's been really um, just horny for my wife. You know? What? Yeah, he's just <laughs> sucking on her. I can't kinda, explain just, how different of a direction that even, went even when, than I could have even I went for the laugh. I so did. Different. I went for the laugh. It's my show. But it's but it was. It's not, it's not that you went for the laugh. And yes, it is your show. You can do whatever you want. I, I just want to say. Grabbing on I her. I couldn't have imagined. He'll grab other women's breasts. Any, even while I'm there. It's, he's a cock blocker. That's what he is. <laughs> Well, maybe he's concerned that his father is chasing tits all around Fresno. (laughs) I love that you you did Fresno there. You're like, where are we going to go with Bakersfield? Fresno. Two choices. It's a Harlan Williams. Two choices. Uh, He's always talking about Fresno. Okay. Folks, miss, miss. Yeah, he actually was. Sir, sir, what are you doing all day? Just pushing honey crisp into your hair? Okay, I'm up in Fresno. That's Harlan Williams. Jeepers creepers Uh, over here. Well, congratulations, Matt. We're going to move it along to where were you? Okay. Well, I was in Las Vegas. I know. In fact, I have a flight. (laughs) No, but I was just going to say, we were talking about this before the show. I I have a flight there right after this show. I'm going to Las Vegas. and I'm afraid it's not going to still be there because I was reading your tweets and you lost your fucking mind. If you re- go back and read his tweets over like a thirty-six hour period, you were you, every like ten minutes. You were there were pictures of you in different compromising positions. I found it yeah, very unsettling. You know, I of, almost came out and did an intervention. But none of them were positions with other people or in negative surroundings. They were just. I had my right leg over my head. One time, <laughs> I had my knee trying to touch my anus. That is a compromising position. You're masturbating in front of a ghost, <laughs> or what I thought was a ghost turned out to be an old elderly woman. <laughs> Who is wearing a sheet? <laughs> she said, "These are my my these are my 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 total Johns. <laughs> this is just a John that covers my whole body. I'm wearing my long Jonathans. I'm not Jonathans. 
So you had a good time out there. I, you know, I did. I, I'm having this problem though lately. A lot of people on Twitter will staying sort of, sober. No, they'll t- no, not at all because yeah. they'll they'll be tweeting yeah. me and they'll say, "Hey, are you okay? You know, take care of yourself." And it's uh, it really is. It's everything on Twitter is not real. I mean, nothing. I I'm, I'm in general, a hard time. but in general, in my life. Nothing is really real. Everything that I say yeah. is absurd or false. No. And I'll say this. Las Vegas is no longer there. I yeah. did. I leveled I'm go. it. I'm serious. Rampage style. Remember that old video game? I would climb up, smash one window, kind of bite the side of the infrastructure, <laughs> climb up to the next level, smash another window, <laughs> and climb up to the next level. Smash. I'll tell you what. The Cosmopolitan took three and a half hours. That thing <laughs> is nothing but windows. You might as well call that a window. Yeah. You stayed at the Cosmopolitan? Yeah. Is that a good hotel? Well, I'd call it more of a window. <laughs> or a whole lot of windows. No, I look. I'm gonna. Pain's gonna land, and uh, it's just gonna be a billboard of you saying, gonna say, "Sorry, sorry, shut down." What happens in Vegas no longer needs to be worried about because it's gone. Yeah, which is so a worse. Don't say line. that phrase again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were in Vegas. I was. I was. Where were you? I, well, I was in the Bay Area, and I wanted to tell you this little story and see what you thought about it. Um, I was doing the Throckmorton Theater. That was fun. Did you have you ever done that theater there? It's I have. I would great. never play any place that had that word in Throckmorton. it. Throckmorton. Yeah, yeah. It's a little intimidating. Well, um, it's so much intimidating. It's a it's a great little gig. But I went to a giant. Seems like a game. racial slur. I went. Yeah, it is a little bit racial, and it's a really tough town. Have you been to Mill Valley? No. There's gangs there. There's really? a, there's a gang called the Tamil Pious Eight. That's not true. Uh, they strong arm me for a couple of lattes. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's what I open with. Anyway, uh, I'll do the whole set later. You can uh, find it on uh, iTunes later. But I went to a Giants baseball game with my wife, uh, and uh, my parents watched the my parents watched the baby. And uh, this ball came over. And I caught a ball at a Giants game. Okay, it's been about twenty years since that happened. I'm a huge since San Francisco a ball Giants or since you've gone to huge a San Francisco game. Giants game. Uh, and uh, so I caught the ball. And everyone started chanting. There was a 10-year-old girl in front of me. Everyone started chanting, like, give her the ball. Give her the ball. And they did it in that high-pitched voice, too. The entire stadium? about to make fun of it, yeah. No, not the entire stadium, but maybe the, you know, 50 people that surrounded Uh, me. That's when I throw up two middle fingers all around me, grab that daughter. She's my daughter now. And she was was about 10 years old. She's looking back at me. So uh, I had to think quick. So I went down and I, 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 I just raised the ball in the air. I'm like, it is my wife's birthday. No, you really? Is yeah. that true? Yeah. I go, I will now give this ball to my wife. Right. And I went down. What on did a, she do? And I went down on hands and knees because they, I was really fair. It was like the mob mentality. I was really intimidated. I was like, oh, my God, these people are going to lynch me. I was freaking out. Right. Because I do not want to give that ball up. That was my Give her that one. ball, you fucking throck, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> it's Throckmorton. Suck exactly. my dick. And I know that the Tamil Pius 8 was in the crowd yelling, too. So I was very Tamil intimidated. Pius 8 is sad. <laughs> Uh, and so, so that's really so smart. So I went down on one hand and knee, and I gave her the ball, and she was sort of flattered. And then I said to her, I just kind of whispered, and then they started clapping, and I just whispered to her, you know, if we ever get divorced, I'm gonna this ball's, I'm gonna keep the ball. Is that true? I did, and she laughed. She she gets a good joke, she, but but uh, but they didn't realize I said something that romantic to her. But that, but they were still clapping, and then the ten year old girl and her dad gave me the stink eye for the rest of the game. They kept turning around, kind of looking at me like I owed them the ball. What is this thing where you gotta? I I cut the ball. What do I? What do I got to do? Yeah, you got it. Well, what you got to do is you got to look at them when they're giving you a stink eye and say, "Hey, your eyes smell like shit. <laughs> Get them away from me." I mean, really though, am I supposed to give the ball? Are you supposed to now give a ball to anybody under you know under twelve years old at a go, at a ball game? And is that probably, the new she thing? Probably, she probably didn't even want to be there. The father, you know what it was? The father wanted the ball. Mm, well, you know what? That's they what left in the sixth inning. Good. And they gave me a little stink eye as they left. And I set the Tamil Pius 8 on them. You know what I say as they leave? I would have said as they leave, give me the stink eye. I go, hey, you might want to Febreze those peepers, you pieces of shit. <laughs> Can you break that down? What, what exactly would that have meant if I had said that? Uh, well, Febreze <laughs> is a way to make things smell better. And peepers <laughs> is a, a slang for your ocular... Yeah, you're free. Right. Okay. Okay. Sometimes you need to, you need a clarification. That's why I love having me on the show because um, you love having you. Yeah, I love having you on the show. <laughs> oh, you said if I could do the that's show, that's why I love having me on the show because yeah. I always need things. Clarified. My favorite thing about myself on the show <laughs> is I can just clarify it with myself later. Sometimes I listen and write down what I said and why I said <laughs> yeah. it. 
We should have podcasts about podcasts. Yeah, I was to say you should do a commentary <laughs> analysis. On I have an analysis of each podcast. How confusing! This is that where be? things fell apart. How, how confusing would that be to listen to Cash again? And then over your voice and your guests, it's just your your voice underneath of it being like, and here's the part where I start. It'd just be so confusing. It is. And people Let's people take it. the show seriously. Somebody um, somebody actually, I was telling you, somebody just has a Twitter handle, uh, Custom Fit now. I don't know who he is, but I just found that out today. Custom Fit, if you're out there, Febreze those peepers. <laughs> a shout out to Custom Fit. Uh, and also Giants J. I'm speaking about the Giants here. That's a good fan of ours. I love that. Yeah. And also, uh, uh, the uh, you know, I, uh, speaking of Twitter, there's a guy that went on as Craven Harbutton, which is sort yeah. of a joke from my my ridiculous music album. Yeah. And then uh, there, yeah, there's also someone who has a uh, State of Denver Twitter hashtag. I know. Which I'm is, loving it. Of course, it. a state of mind that can only be achieved in Denver, Colorado. Yeah, but what did but you like about my idea? Anywhere. What did you like about my idea? Because I was in uh, San Antonio, and they had like a space needle there. What about saying, what, could I have my own where I just say I'm in the space needle? Would that count, or is that stupid? I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Now, there's I, a I space needle in San Antonio? I thought yeah, there was in is. Seattle. There's one, there's a copycat in San Antonio. It's, so not, as tall. Should, it's the, not as tall. So here's it doesn't reach space. Medium space needle. In the state of medium space needle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that was Where Were You? And uh, again, I think that from now on I'm going to bring an auxiliary ball to every game. That's my plan. Ooh. Yeah, That way you just give them the, the – and the ball says, like, sucker on it or something where they won't notice until after the game. That's great. Well, you got to write sucker really, really small. Or maybe it's the kind of ink that appears later. Do they have that, appear, do they have that type of ink? <laughs> Could we per- perhaps market that? <laughs> Let's make some products. Perhaps, Come on. Perhaps it's this idea. Does a product exist to be able to fulfill this desire that I have? This is the Cash Levy voice. I, I have when a he's desire. On stage, I have a desire life. to about to have a <laughs> type of. I hate it when you hear people uh, do an impression of you and you don't recognize it at all. You're yeah. like, oh, that hurts, and everyone's laughing. Yeah, I am Cash Levy. I appreciate the uh, humbridge you're giving me. <laughs> Okay, that was where we're at. We're going to move on to essential questions of human nature. Ugh, these are and so Again, important. this is the uh, romantic episode mm-hmm. uh, where, that we're going to be discussing uh, romance. And, you know, what's better in romance than, uh, than crying, really? Um, I wanted to ask you this question. I mean, how, how long can you uh, allow your girlfriend or significant other to cry uh, without... Uh, Putting a stop to it and, you know, apologizing. I mean, what's the, do you have like a five minute uh, rule or can you go maybe six months and then just act like you, you now, thought something was in her eye? I mean, what do you, what do you do? Let me just get this straight. So you're, you're saying how long, when do you give in? When do you, how long can you survive crying without just apologizing? Cause I apologize pretty quick. Oh, I, I thought you meant how long will you let your romantic partner cry before you put an end to it? You're like, all right, enough. Before you kill her off. Enough. It's been five minutes. No more. You have to apologize to me for crying for an extended period of time. Also, I'm speaking like J. Edgar Hoover. Further, I don't know who J. Edgar Hoover is. Well, that's nice. Um, he actually he was he was going to be uh, on the podcast. Was he? Edgar. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, we tried to get him. Go, go on, though. How long, how long is it? I'm very curious, because you're a very think, compassionate man. Yeah, you I, act like a very callous, sort of, uh, I don't know, mean-spirited, uh, small-minded person when you're on the show. But I know you <laughs> uh, in real life, and I know that you're really actually a genuinely good person. That's partially why I like having you as a guest. I, think I'm more, I mean that. I, I mean think, that. Thank you. I think I'm more yeah. callow than callous. But, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think I, I'm sort of trying to apologize apologize less in general in my mm-hmm. relationships with mm-hmm. people yeah. and also wait longer to apologize. That's, this is all true because I, I found that I'm the, cause I want everything to be okay all the time. That's part of why I'm a comedian uh, is I, I sort of, you know, I want people to feel at ease. I don't want people to be upset or sad. So I'm very quick to apologize. And sometimes you kind of need to let people sort of ruminate and sit in what's happened for a day or you know, a couple hours. Marinate, as it were. Yeah, as it was. To marinate in the as pain. As it were. As it will be. Marinate your pain. Marinate yeah. the pain. Yeah, just biscuit. Or baste it. Baste it, biscuit. <laughs> Make it into a creamy soup, a cream-based soup. Um, I, but crying is real tough. of your, if of so, your pain. If yeah. someone's crying, but the current, my, my girlfriend now does not... 
Uh, she, when she cries, I can't tell. This is true. Really? She cried. She told me, she said, I cried all the way home from Disneyland because we got in a fight in Disneyland. It's the happiest place on earth. And, uh, you know, as, as we were going home, we were just silent to each other and she wasn't talking. She was driving. She was crying inside. I mean, I guess I got home and she's like, I was crying that whole time. And I was like, you are really bad at crying. (laughs) The whole point of crying, the whole point of crying is to show everybody else kind of what you're feeling and what you're thinking about and and how, how you're feeling. And if that's not visible, then you might as well not be crying. I mean, what is the point of expressing an emotion if it's not the being silent expressed? Cries. Well, is there a high pitch that you sensed, though? Like, like a, no, like but a whenever dog we would that, pass yeah. by dogs, they would bark. Punch. Okay, yeah. so they sensed her pain. And she, at one point, the windshield cracked. Uh, but that was because we had a, a fat uh, operetta singer what, what in the happened? back, not a full opera singer. <laughs> she was just starting off. Yeah, she she had a yeah, just a, just like a minor weight problem. Operatic singer. <laughs> yeah. Opera. What happened? At, what happened at? Uh, I think the our vi- our listeners, our viewers mm-hmm. too. We have a couple people in the crowd here. Mm-hmm. Want to know what what happened there at? Uh, at SeaWorld, where that uh, you know where things fell apart. Well, was it SeaWorld or was it a Skittle? Because well, it seemed to, I just said Disneyland, I, and I, I said know, the happiest I, place on earth. I don't think I anyone thinking, has ever described SeaWorld. I was thinking amusement park, and I thought it'd be funny to say SeaWorld. I thought I'd get a laugh. Instead, I get mocked. You no, see what I mean? Not mocked, but just I'm, I like. I like I'm, the, I look at me. I'm crying silently. I hate it when you make me look at you because I do the whole podcast looking upwards <laughs> at the ceiling and towards the future. Uh, yeah, I mean it's. We just got in a fight. I mean, we were right outside the turkey leg stand, and we'd been kind of teasing each other a lot. And uh, it just got too. We it got, got too real. It. Yeah, got but too real. you know, recently she said that her friend went to Disney World, and it was Goth Day. They have a Goth Day once a year at Disney World, where all the Goth kids can go. Oh, nice! How weird is that? Yeah, wouldn't that be weird to be walking around going, "Hey, you want to go to Haunted Mansion?" Oh shit! This whole park's a haunted mansion. <laughs> Quickly. Masturbated that ghost. <laughs> you know, I, I dressed as a uh, as a mod one night just to see what it was like in high school. Instead I of a goth? showed up a, a mod, weren't they sort of like goth people? They wore they wore dark clothing. They they drove uh, maudlin. They were mod? they were called uh, mods. Like mod. Yeah, mod. They oh, it's right. before your time. I'm I'm actually 67 years old. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. but uh, it was uh, you know sort of a would you say it was a David Bowie type. Uh, thing they would drive vespas uh, it was a, it was a, you know it was a gentler time tj well, it's an expensive I think that's an expensive outfit if you have to I have a vespa <laughs> i know i, mean, I had to just got to get weird black boots yeah. this guy's got to go buy a <laughs> scooter i had to stand next to a vespa just to act like it was a part of my uh, true nature but but i went in uh, they hung out at burger <laughs> king pretty much where i lived and they just kind of uh you know really they were regular people that's what i discovered that night and i never went back I was intrigued. They were... I was intrigued. But I used to like to do stuff like that. I didn't drink that much in college, so it was fun to do weird stuff like that. I don't know if I've mentioned this, but my friend and I used to do stakeouts where we would put his sister's bike on the corner, wait for it to get stolen, and then we'd chase the people that stole it. Is that yeah, true? Yeah, absolutely. Swear to God. And it was really fun. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, it was a great game. If you want to get, you know, if you're bored, if you don't party that much, I didn't party at all in high school. It was boring, so we'd do weird things. I know whenever I'm tired of booze and the. Occasional marijuana cigarette. I like to stake out a bicycle that I've set as a trap for thieves. Then I'll chase them and hope that they don't have a gun or a knife. And I'll do it in the triple banger lightning round voice. (laughs) (laughs) So that's good. So so crying. So now, do you have you ever has anyone ever cried their way out of a breakup? You're dumping them. And you just can't. It, it, it's so hard to break their heart that way. They, they just cry their way out of it because I vetoed a breakup once. Really? Yeah, I got dumped, and I just said no. And really? you can do that. Yeah, you can do that. You can't just do to that. let people know this is a romance episode. You can do that. I just said, look, you I think get you're one angry. Veto I said, per relationship. I think it's at least one. I used three on that one, but uh, I I think you. you the can, third one was more of an act of Congress. You can say no. You can say like, because I'm not. <laughs> Uh, no, but you can do it because it's, I said, look, this isn't binding. I'm just going to let you know you're angry. 
And I'm not gonna have. We're not gonna end a tear relationship when you're angry Mm-mm. and we're having a fight. No, we're not gonna. Or we're not gonna finish over a fight. We're gonna be completely rational when we uh, finish this forever. Uh, I think the it's end the- of time. And so I said, wait 24 hours. And if you still want us to be broken up, it's fine. But there's gonna be no cheating tonight. No, it's still gonna count as cheating for the next 24 hours. I'm just letting you know. There's gonna be no. You know, you're the and, only guy that I know that could do that. Just rationalize your way out of being broken up. And it, it, it was fine. The next day, she's like, "You're right. I, I, I just was angry because she was very emotional." And Women are like, emotional creatures. They, it, yeah, I mean, that's you know, that's yeah. one possibility. And a lot of them have hair that's just terrible, just split <laughs> ends, unconditioned, just crap, <laughs> just a head of crap. Uh, we're going to move it along to uh, uh, what hurts. Yeah. Uh, what hurts, trying to break up with somebody and having them veto it, you know, that hurts. <laughs> uh, no, I, you know, I've been having a lot of problem with my um, my elbows lately. Really, I've been my elbows and my shins have been bumping into a lot of things. I opened the dishwasher last night and it cut my my ankle, and by ankle I mean calf, and it cut <laughs> it right down the front and it was bleeding. And I screamed, and I've never screamed at dishes. But I did. I screamed at this, this, the uh, the bowls. Yeah, it makes you feel stupid. And the spoons. But you don't yeah. scream at a fork or a knife because you don't. I don't trust them. Yeah, I, I actually ran into a chair yesterday and I kicked it afterwards. Is that true? I slam. I, I feel so stupid when I do that. I'm like, you just kicked an inanimate object. Like, do you feel better? I slam. What kind of person are you? I slammed. And then that. my son said, "More, eh, more kicking, <laughs> more kicking." And then I broke a window and just started breaking shit. <laughs> and he was laughing. Him, yeah. And then we had a drink and went to Vegas. It was amazing. <laughs> Put on some medium-sized Johns. I did. I slammed the... the I, I was so angry. Oh, my my shin, you stupid dishwasher. And I slammed the door upwards, and it didn't close. It came back down. So then I had to slam it again, you know? And then you're... Because at that point, the dishwasher is an inanimate object that is still thwarting your ability to hurt it. <laughs> it has no feelings or yeah. a sense of pain, but it's still... You can't see to slam it. Yeah, but why do we do that? I don't we know. We should make inanimate objects... That bleed. I like that. That's the idea right there. I like there, that. Right? So you have a chair or a table, this corner of a table, and if you kick it, it'll bleed and even yell out in pain. Really? Marinate in its own pain. I love that. It marinates in its own blood. Yeah. In a way. Or you can make it happy. If you lick it, it'll go, shy. <laughs> You're really hitting these cash phrases. I'm today. sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah, it's just That's it's, right. you know your show. It's your well, show. Well, no, it's just because it's me. I'm cash levy. Yeah, and you got your so cash phrases. I have phrases, I guess. Yeah, but uh, that's what hurts. We're going to move on to tiny opinions. I do yeah. want to ask. Okay, though, on, do you think on. that uh, you think that cavemen did the same thing? Do you think ever a Neanderthal would stub his toe on a rock <laughs> and be like, rock, he's kicking the rock and hitting it with a club or maybe another rock. I just wonder, was that, has that always been our way? It, it is possible, yeah. Did people attack things in the caves? If a, if a tree, say branch or, you know, maybe an apple or a pear, depending on what region you're in, fell on your head, do you get angry and start hitting the tree? If a tree falls in the forest and no, one there, no one's there to see it, mm-hmm. does it cry? I don't think so. And if it does, it only has five minutes before I'm telling it to stop and apologize to me. <laughs> or you could veto that crying. Yeah, you, you could, could do it. veto this. I yeah, I'm excited about I the wanna, tiny opinions. Let's wanna, do it. I want to move on to the tiny opinions because this is one that um, I, me, you, and your cousin discussed one time, and I thought it was really. Do you see something out the window? That's no, I was just, you? I was just, I was waiting for you to finish talking, and then I was going to talk. Okay, because I, I, I expect complete, complete attention from you. Uh, oh, I love these. Thoughts. You know, this is a guest-driven show, TJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sort of like Johnny Carson or Magic Johnson. That's for sure. I will I will set up... Hold on. Magic Johnson? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, what show did he have? Chevy Chase, the great host that... Magic, was Magic Johnson? All, all I'm saying is... Uh, you know, Alan Thick. What I all I'm saying is that when I, as a host, I sit here and I make the guests feel comfortable. I make them feel like it's their show. You make even them feel it's like they're show. being heard. You yeah, think I just, it's a skittle when so it's when a lawsuit. Out the window, it's SeaWorld when it's uh, I've all, I have it all written down to be contemplated later. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at the on the podcast overview, which I do. Um, doing but that just uh, tiny opinions. We talked nice. about this with your cousin, and uh, I think it's quite interesting. I think here's one of my tiny opinions. I think it matters what time. You get cheated on or you cheat on someone. What time of night? 
because it makes it a lot worse if you get cheated on, say, before midnight. Like, if you get cheated on at, like, I don't know, 3 p.m. Early, uh, 3 p.m. Yeah. on a Monday, that's oh, not good. So you also or how day about of week, on, day of week Day matters. of week's important. Monday is bad. Um, I think getting cheated on a Friday or Saturday is a lot more acceptable than when, getting cheated on on a Tuesday. Wednesday is kind of a toss-up. It is called hump Wednesday, day. Wednesday, it's hump day. Yeah. So you kind of, they have that going for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and then there's certain holidays you don't want to get cheated on during, like a your birthday. That would be uh, extra bad. I think that's the worst one. What would be the worst holiday to get cheated on? Um, I think it's birthday followed immediately by during the funeral of a loved one. I don't want to get dark here. That's but really ways a holiday, we- Cash. I, don't think- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you may take off work for it, but you I don't, don't know some of my relatives. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that is true. That I wouldn't consider. That I, a I think it's New Year's Eve. I think if oh well, wait worst... a second, no, no, that's the worst. No, that's I think that's the easiest one. Really? Yeah, that or Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> I mean, come on, let's be real. Who's going to be loyal on Cinco de Mayo? I, I, it's I, like a get laid free card. I come on, people. I can't, I can't imagine anyone ever <laughs> I mean, going. How could gonna... you? How could you do this to me, Susan? And on Cinco de Mayo, <laughs> my favorite Hispanic holiday, which is barely even recognized in Mexico. <laughs> come on. Te odio. Te odio, Susan. <laughs> He just he just started speaking Spanish. That's that was right. good. You're so versatile. Mm, it's pronounced versatile. You can get laughs in three languages. Yeah, the third one is just uh, it's that uh, that language of the feral children. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though, if you get cheated on, you can understand Cinco de Mayo, New Year's, Leap Day. Come on, people. Leap Day. Leap Day. Come on. Is that the day on a leap year that is the extra day? Uh, yeah, I mean, that, leap, that, that day leap doesn't day, count as a day. Yeah, if okay. you cheat on someone on Leap Day, that doesn't even count. Have it's you ever done a, that? No. No, I, I, I can't cheat. I, I don't have any... Uh, I, I'm like the... I, I, I'm guilt, saying, I have no guilt. I'm I, saying I, back in the day, guilt, back in the day with a girlfriend, would you have cheated on leap day since it doesn't even count? I think that I, you know, I think that when you're someone that cheats, you probably don't even consider the day. But I'm saying you should. I have the opposite policy. Yeah. I will only have sex with my romantic partner on a leap day. And the rest of the time I'm cheating. <laughs> And I have yet to find a girl who will agree to those terms. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think cheating. I think the reason not to cheat is that you can't handle it yourself. Yeah, because it, it, it erodes how you're feeling about yourself, and that's it's, not going to help the relationship. It's also never worth it. The only time that it can never be considered worth it. it, it's because the guy is so insecure and so without confidence that he must have these female conquests to be able to feed this sort of innate feeling of not being good enough. But other than that, there's no no self-actualized individual is going to uh, you know cheat on someone and afterwards be like that was 100 percent worth it. Yeah, I mean it's it's unless it's a six way, <laughs> or you know if you if you have a you know sort of a menage a trois with a couple ghosts. Yeah, well that's not even cheating. <laughs> and you do that on leap day, you might as well not be doing nothing at all to you later. Uh, okay, well that's good. That was our tiny opinions. I think it's the worst to get cheated on. Yeah, I think any time no before midnight, and I think if you're cheated on before noon. I think you're allowed to do something terrible to that person's car. Because mm-hmm, an 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. tryst Retribution with another person, that is someone who woke up mm-hmm. and hasn't, without any sort of anything, they, the, the one of the first things cheating. they did. The pre-noon cheating. One of the yeah. first things they first did thing for they the day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're waking up, they're brushing their teeth, thinking, how much dick <laughs> am I going to get from this guy? Yeah. And I can't wait to go get some strange penis up in my head. Yeah, now, now, but is there any time where, what's the absolute worst time? Let's just tell our listeners just mm-hmm. so they can avoid it. Well, you'd say, you'd say 9.47 on a Monday morning? Uh, is that yours? Uh, pretty much, I pretty think. Pretty much. I'm on the say... day of a, a funeral, which okay. happens to be uh, on your birthday. <laughs> and usually, you know, That'd sometimes you can't control that. I think 8 a.m. on a Friday. No, Fridays. You know, if someone has spent the whole week working... And then before work, they cheat on you to just to, to, to kick off their weekend. Well, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Let me put it that way. I'm going to be masturbating in every haunted house this Saturday Fresno. 
All right, that was our tiny opinions, uh, you know, breaking down the cheating. Let's let's move it along to practical living in a modern age. It's so vital. This yeah, section. and this is this is where you kind of learn how to live uh, a little bit more efficiently. I mean, and, and you, uh, you just learn how to ha- to lead a happier life, even sometimes with just minor changes. You know yeah, what I mean? Just minor, like the one I have today is very minor. And I think people are really going to get a kick out of it, and I think you can use it. And I'd like everyone, maybe this weekend or next weekend, to, to use this, because you can impress your significant other, which I, I couldn't say. I'm surprised you didn't mock me about that one, significant other. I thought you were going to go, snippety, significant other. <laughs> which is if I'd said that, point. I think you would have made fun of me. Never. Uh, anyway, you can really impress your snippety-do. Uh, here's what I do. <laughs> and I've been doing this. Every once in a while, but it has to be the perfect scenario. You can impress them. You go to a movie theater, okay? You're watching the previews. You have to wait for a really, really bad preview. It can be even be, sometimes it's two or three years in between when I'm really able to do it, where I know everyone in the room thinks this is the stupidest movie, okay? (laughs) This is the worst movie ever. Everyone has to be thinking it in the room, okay? So I did this recently. uh, The movie was that... uh, uh, movie with the, the romantic. It's by the people that made the Notebook. What was that movie? Oh, the uh, Vow. The Vow. With uh, Channing Tatum. I think it was the Vow, maybe or one I mean, of those. Everyone in the room has said it's the Vow. Okay, it's and the Vow. With, with okay. the type of and tone in their voice that okay. implies so certainty beyond doubt. So I looked around doubt. me. Now I knew this was the time, and it had and been about. Like, I think yeah. it's the Vow. And it had been it about is. three years. Right. That since I had done this, so you wait until right when the thing ends, right when they show that you know, the, and you just yell out, "No." The credits? Yeah. Yeah. Or never. And you'll get a huge laugh. You'll get a huge <laughs> laugh from the crowd. It is the surest laugh you can ever get. Now, as a comedian, if you Josh need a good Levy, laugh. bringing comedy the, to you against to your will. Yeah. It's a one-word punchline that kills. It kills. But here's the thing. Don't try to chase it. Don't do it. Don't say anything for the rest of the movie. Don't be an idiot and try to do something after the next credit. You know, because when I was younger, I tried such foolish things. Wait, so when are okay? you yelling? Is it the end of the movie? No, right at the end of the credit of the. No, we're talking about not the movie itself. The the previews. Uh, we're talking about previews. You got to say that. We're talking about previews. Sorry, you didn't know. So you were at the. Vow. You knew that it was a preview. Okay. Yeah, the previews That's for a my bad fault. movie. I thought you were talking it's about. It's got to be a horrible preview that no one would ever want to see that movie. That's the point. And you yell out. Never. Uh, and like they will that. laugh. It gets a huge laugh. Don't chase it. You know, when you're 16, you do foolish things. You're like, oh, I can get a laugh on this next one. And you yell something stupid, and everyone's like, oh, there's that asshole yelling yeah. again. Just let it go, and then you'll you'll definitely. Uh, you'll you only get one. Get I'm going to yeah. say this. This is. I don't know if this exactly is practical living in the modern age, but I think people should applaud after a great film. Like that's mm. a, it's a sense of community. It's not for the people on the screen or the director. They don't need to be present. It's a shared appreciation. But I have more often than not, I mean, I'd say it's 90% of the time, I've started to try and clap and no one else has clapped. And then you're just the weird, lone clapping man. <laughs> but the then you show. commit? Do you commit and just stand? Then you stand? I clap? stand. I keep clapping on beyond everybody leaving. And then as, as after everyone's left, I just go, no, <laughs> and it will get the biggest laugh from yourself. You have to laugh at it right afterwards, but it's, it's up to you how say, big of a laugh you No one goes along with it. I say you stand, keep clapping, and then, you know, raise a lighter, act like the whole thing was a joke. I think you and stand. And then light your pants on fire, your you, long jobs. I think you stand, you clap, you go. <laughs> you know what? I wanted to do this alone. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> you know, that's what they call the, the brewbaker. Isn't it they call it the brewbaker clap? Where one person claps. And then everybody else? I, I thought it was called Redford a slow do that clap. First. I thought that was called, where one person claps and then they all start clapping. It's a slow clap, but from your generation, you are in your late 60s. Yeah, I am 97. <laughs> I am 97. Uh, so those were our uh, practical livings in the in the uh, modern human, age, in the modern yeah. age, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna finish up with the uh, maskers because uh, yeah, I love and this. we've got some good maskers today. Now, as we um, mentioned, maskers is uh, you know ask the mask the masters. Sorry, it's always hard yeah. for me to say. It. it is not masking the askers. It doesn't have anything to do with masks. We call it ask the masters. It's maskers. Stop writing in about it. <laughs> no more emails. No more tweets. That's what it's called. We're not changing it. 
We've got some, uh, and you know, people have been since the show started. Uh, we've, we've been getting some great ones. We've been getting some great ones, and uh, and send to those them in, you that, can post them on the Facebook, yeah, right? Facebook, they can do it there. They can do it. Uh, they can. I'm on Twitter now. It's this new thing where I like people it. are on the. It's on the. Uh, it's on the World Wide Web. You're great on there. Yeah. Yeah. This I think Twitter. I think I, I'm not sure, but I think you signed up for Twitter that was just in the United States. It's not worldwide. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're. What are you? You're at Cash Levy. Yeah, at Cash Levy. In fact, I'd like to get a few Twitter followers. Uh, like more than 12 off the show. So, so if there's 14 of you that want to follow, and then I can say funny things. You know what? You know what's going to be great to follow me on Twitter for? We do a lot of cashing in parties. Have you been to one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you came to any of the parties. Oh, I'm sorry. You you were, you were having them? I was yeah. saying I've been partying about the podcast. Oh, just no. I, every I, time it happens for me, I throw a party <laughs> afterwards. It's sort of just me, a little bit of gin, an yeah. alley, and a fellow named Susan. <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah, yeah you, there's so after can, parties uh, after every podcast, and oh. I think people I can alert people. You, you haven't been coming to the after parties? Well, I I just wasn't aware of them. So. <laughs> uh, you, you can follow me on Twitter at not TJ Miller and uh, hashtag Miller. maskers if you want to ask a maskers yeah. question. And here's the first one: or, this fellow, or like cashing in yeah. with TJ Miller on Facebook, and uh, you can post your maskers questions there. And and don't and don't feel bad if we don't read your maskers because uh they still get somehow incorporated into the show you feed yeah, our brains you're so them. great yeah, we love uh, you. we love the fans it's great i wish i had better you know guests but it's uh brian munoz <laughs> was the first one brian munoz <laughs> this is at brian david how long are you gonna let me cry before you apologize <laughs> <laughs> no, i only respond to the silent tears <laughs> silent tears <laughs> Silent tears. Silent tears. You should make your girlfriend a shirt. That you, silent tears. I, I want to do that. I also want your next album to be called "I Only Respond to the Silent Tears." <laughs> uh, Sorry. Go ahead. This is at Brian David nine eighteen, and he asks, uh, "What would you rather do, a skydive or eat tacos?" And I think that's a great question because that's generally the isn't the essential question. Isn't that what it all comes down to? I think tacos. Uh, I mean, what do you? It's a tough choice. Now, what it, can you do? Them maybe at the same time. Ooh. Now, that would be, that would be you combine two pleasures. That's worth it. I'd bring more than one taco because you know you're going to take that taco out and the whole contents is going to go <laughs> <laughs> just up into the air above you. You look up, you go, oh, my lettuce, my tomatoes and my sour cream. Enjoy them, almighty heaven. I'm left with a hard shell. And if you got a soft shell taco, that thing's going up with it. Now, but Those you things know, are little parachutes. Yeah, Absolutely. It's it's a uh, you know it's, soft it's, taco parachute, but it's it's windy up there. Like maybe maybe the taco would just go straight in and almost like a taco shot. I mean that could be fun. So which yeah. would you rather do that? Well, I, I went skydiving once. The greatest part of the entire experience was lying in the dirt crying afterwards. Is that true? Yeah, it you was. Were crying? It was. I'm, that was a joke, but I usually people just <laughs> laugh, you know. But but I, no, but I did go skydiving. I I, um, I just believe. You. Well, this is weird. I didn't even want to go skydiving. I I was working. It was I was just starting comedy, and I was working with. Two people that became really good friends, really nice people. Uh, uh, Carlos Alice Rocky, good guy. You, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know from Reno 911. And, 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 uh, and Sue Murphy, uh, who's an f- amazing comedian. I don't know if you know Sue. But I she's don't one know of the Sue. funniest people. I've, I learned so much from her. Uh, such a great com- comic. But Sue was, was headlining, and Carlos was featuring, and Carlos was uh, uh, a huge skydiver, and he, and he asked me if I wanted to go. And I go, well, if Sue does it, I'll do it. Just thinking, no way, Sue's chick's gonna not going right. to do the skydiving. Ain't nobody named Sue skydiving. Having no intention of going. And uh, Sue was like, yeah, I'll do it. And she said it, it that way, too. Was it scary to you? Uh, it was terrifying. I mean, my, my, the guy that, you, you know, I flew tandem. This guy's attached to you. And my tandem guy was such a jerk. I mean, he was just playing with me the whole time. He's like, just jump, puss. He kept calling me puss. Yeah, that's... It was that, not a good... It that, was, I was very nervous. See, and I don't... My, I, don't yeah. I didn't feel like, jump, puss. How old were you? Uh, I was, uh, let's see, about 27, maybe? Man, I would have just told him. If he was like, jump, puss, I just would have thrown his cat out of the plane. <laughs> you know, I've been like, you told him to. You fucking jerk. Yeah, that's what I say. You know what? I'm going to stay on the plane. I'm not going to be going down there It's not a good time you. for a practical joke. Well, like, he's like, just jump. He, he didn't strap me in at first. And the door opened, and he was like, just get out there. I'll catch up. And he was fucking with me. And it wasn't funny. That's not. It's not the time but, I need a practical got, joke. That's why. That's what I'm saying. I think you got to say I'm not jumping because you're a jerk. And then you just stay on the plane and go. You know, I wish I had had. I wish I had had some tacos. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sit up here and eat my tacos. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, I say tacos because skydiving is fun, but you can only do it so many times. And and 
and it's very expensive. Whereas tacos, you can eat all the time, anytime you want. It's not expensive, mm-hmm. and they are, I'd say, almost as pleasurable as one another. Now, I've never been skydiving, and I've never had a taco, but I've read an immense amount on both subjects. Yeah, and I would I would think that and there's books about this, and I you know I almost feel embarrassed that we talk about this on the podcast because so many people talk about tacos. So versus many people are skydiving, but um, tacos are probably a little less dangerous. It's harder to die from a taco. I think, especially when you're moving into the phase where you're you have a family, I think you go with taco. Yeah, that's where okay. you get your thrills. All right, let's move it along to the second one. This is from uh, Brandon uh, Parnes. Uh, Great last name. Yeah, and uh, it's at M-K-A-B-O-B-O. So that's uh, at Makababo. You know, Mm. that's how I pronounce it. Makababo. Is it okay for girls to excessively hug and hold hands with other guys when they have a boyfriend? And this is right along our romance topic. Is it okay for girls to excessively First of all, is that your kababo? No, that's my kababo. (laughs) Don't Uh, touch my kababo. I think, uh, you know, you have to have a discussion with someone. You know, aggressive hand-holding, that feels like she's grabbing someone's hand. Excessively. It's excessive. Oh, I thought it was aggressive. Excessive, which means like if you have an extra hand or it's excessive. Yeah, I think your girl, I think you say to your girlfriend, you know, you can hug people because the hugging is a friendly thing. But holding hands, I think, is an intimate thing. Mm. I don't think you're, I don't think you should be, uh, and I think it's fine, uh, uh, Makabobo. If you if you have a conversation, you say, look, I, I, it's making me feel a little uncomfortable. Like it shouldn't ever be, hey, stop holding people's hands, stop hugging people. That that's not going to work. You say, look, it really upsets me when I see you hugging people for extended periods of time and holding their hands a lot. I, I just think it's a little too much, and I, I love you, and it just hurts. Okay, my but feelings. what if he's what if what if she's holding hands with a eunuch? So I know it's hard to tell someone without a penis. Yeah. Oh, you can tell. Not always. Oh, yeah, you can. When I see a man who's a eunuch, I know it. Well, what do you think when you see me? I think... Eunuch? No eunuch. I think dickless, which is a little <laughs> bit different. It means you have a penis, but you don't have any courage. <laughs> now jump out the plane, you puss. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I think... Uh, I, I had a girl that was very affectionate, just naturally, with everyone. She was just really huggy and stuff, and it didn't bother me that much. I think trust comes down to... Here's the key. Are you afraid if you were to, you know, just sort of see someone's texts? The other night I picked up my wife's phone, a bunch of texts had come in. And I looked at it and I was thinking, I don't feel afraid right now. I'm going to read something that's going to bother me. Like, you know, and then as I was reading her diary, I felt the same way. No, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> my, uh, my girlfriend is, is a But comedian, I'm just saying, like, if you, you know. trust someone, you trust them. And some people are more affectionate than others, so I'm, I'm pretty okay with it. You're okay with it. Uh, my girlfriend is a, a sketch and improvisational comedian. She's a groundling. And so she, she and most of her comedy sometimes is, is sexual. Really is. I mean, she's kissing people. Mm-hmm. People are putting their fingers in her mouth. She's putting her fingers in their mouth. It's always this awkward character. She only shoots on Cinco de Mayo. She only shoots on Cinco de Mayo. And also, the Groundlings now shoot all of their sketches. It's no longer a live performance group. <laughs> uh, but, you know, and I think... What was the story it, that, about? Was it could, Skittles or lozenges? It could what bother me. SeaWorld. SeaWorld. Uh, <laughs> you know, that could bother me. But, it, it, you know, it, it really doesn't because I sort of, you know, I, I fuck around on her all the time. I'm always having sex. Right. I consider every day Cinco de Mayo in my world. Well, it's your show. I can't get there quicker than the host. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, I think you got to You got to find a way you should either. You should talk to her about it, and then. But I think you get you let go of it. You know, you say either I trust her, or if you don't trust her, and that's the root of why it bothers you, then you probably need to find a different girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. So that was a uh, and and one more. You think we got time yeah, for let's one do more? It. One more. One more. One more, and we're gonna have to kick uh, shut this thing down. This is from Kirsten Zolfo uh, at Surly Kirsten. Uh, it's spelled uh, Surly S U R L Y. K-I-E-R-S-T-Y-N. It's actually Kirsten, um, then. Surly Kirsten. Kirsten. Yeah, Sir, Sir, Surly Kirsten? Kirsten? Surly Kirsten. Okay, then. okay. Thanks, buddy. No problem. Um, I'll see you The question is, most irritating in conversation, snarkiness, irony, conceit, or ignorance? Well, I got to tell you this. I don't know what any of this means. And also, she's but clearly I'll like, tell you hey, this, guess what? I know a I think lot you're of words. an asshole for writing it, <laughs> but I'll tell you this. I'll figure out what it means, and I'll tell everyone what it means. <laughs> there, I just did all... Did I do all four of them? I did all of them, yeah. That's great. Okay, what, what do you think? What do you think? 
I mean, what would you describe conceit as? Conceit, okay, here's my example of conceit, and this is why I don't choose conceit as the most annoying thing, because I think it can be funny, and you can tell stories about it later. Like, I I, I was uh, skiing one time uh, in high school with, like, four other guys, and this dude that I didn't really like a whole lot was up on the slopes with us, and I hadn't been skiing much in my life, and he's like, I'm the best skier here. And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, you probably are. I think we're all just starting. He's like, no, I don't mean here. I mean... All of Squaw Valley. No, oh, I got. He actually said that. I like, and I've br- always like chuckled every time I think of that guy. Like that's okay. Conceit can be funny, right? Snarkiness can't be that funny. If he said, if he said that shit in Denver, people would be like, "Where is Squaw Valley?" Of course you are. Who is skiing in Squaw Valley? Oh, come on, they had the Olympics there. Uh, please, the Olympics of uh, Native American skiing, Squaw Valley. <laughs> God, are you racist? Well, there's anyway. peaks and valleys to my racism. <laughs> uh, there's Squaw Valleys and there's Native American peaks. What do you think? Snarkiness, irony, conceit, or ignorance? I think most the annoying, mo- the irritating most, in conversation. The most irritating is probably ignorance for me. I think it's so mm-hmm. crazy when because ignorance is often matched with conceit. Mm. So people will Bad say, combo. people will say, you know, I don't trust those Native Americans in that valley that are trying to ski over there. <laughs> Native Americans don't know how to ski. They don't even have legs. And I know that because I'm the best skier in Squaw Valley. And you're like, oh, you're a terrible person. Yeah, Ignorance in general, just anybody speaking on a topic without any knowledge of it, it's really difficult because you can't, there's no reason for the conversation. There's no, yeah. they don't have enough information to converse. Yeah. And, and so where did we err on this show in conclusion? I think so. Were we snarky? Were we ironic? Were we conceited? This entire show? Yeah. I don't know. Write us in. Tell us what you think. But I think I think we were I think we'd been pretty snarky this time. We're yeah. Snarky to one a another. Bit snarky. You know. Yeah. There's been some real snarkiness. Mm-hmm. This has been fun having you, TJ. You've been pretty conceited. Thank you so much, and thank yeah. you for having Please me. Please come back sometime. Like I don't, don't think see I will. Enough. Yeah. Really? Well, this is it? just since what you said earlier. You coming to the after party? Where is it? Uh, Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we always do it. So quickly come up with that location (laughs) that is clearly going to lead to me four hours later at Chipotle being like, so did they mention they were going to have the party here? (laughs) Meanwhile, you guys are at like a Baja Fresh fucking getting into it. Skydiving tacos. (laughs) That's been cashing in with TJ Miller. I'm Cash Levy. I'm TJ Miller. Thank you so much for having me, Cash. Now leaving Nerdist.com.